people like to pay for things i think to like learn stuff but they don't like finding it for free it's really weird i have been um uh, group yeah like people people feel like they're getting they get like they're, they're taking like taking action by buying something and it's like and unfortunately there's people that take the advantage of that you're listening the hustlers the podcast aiming to inspire and educate young people about business and entrepreneurship my name is Chatting and I'm a young business enthusiast. I'll be sitting down with young entrepreneurs to talk about their journey, the lessons they have learned and how they got started. Okay, what's up everyone? This is Chatting. Welcome to my first ever episode of The Hustlers. And on today's episode, I'm joined by someone who I've been following on TikTok for a while and he makes amazing content over there. And he's currently working on his trading robot, which I'm absolutely excited to know more about because I've been seeing the progress on his TikTok and uh, it's absolutely mind-blowing so I cannot wait to know more about about that robot and make sure you guys stick around till the end because I'll be playing a would you rather and play a rapid fire round and if you're watching this on YouTube you can find the timestamps of this whole podcast in the description if so if you feel like skipping around you can go ahead so enough of me talking now and uh, please help me welcome the trading robot um, so thank you so thank much you, for joining and, uh, it's my first ever podcast, so it's going to be great to know more about honored. I'm honored <laughs> to be part of your first one. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> um, so the first thing I want to know is I obviously, because I follow you on, I follow you on TikTok, you mostly trade in stock trading. Why stock and why not crypto or Forex? No, not, I do a bit of both. Oh, you um, both. yeah, yeah. So like stock i tend to i don't trade it i just buy and hold um so a lot of what i yeah so a lot of what i do is just basically like if you know anything about kind of you know compounding interest and that kind of thing i mean my focus is basically investing for the long the long Mm -hmm. haul like 30 40 years um the market returns around seven percent on average a year um so you know you start small when you're young but uh, you know if you you can, you can literally go on a website. There's a website that shows you, like, if you do this, you put this amount of money in and you compound it over time, et cetera, you'll have this when you retire. So that's kind of a big part of what I do. Um, trying to make sure that, trying to make sure that basically that's, that's how I invest for the long term. Because, you know, you can, I did, I did a bit, I did a bit of sort of buying stuff and trying to hold it for the shorts and all the rest of it. But like, it just, um, you know, it's not, not really what I'm interested in. Um, I'd rather buy sort of, longer term value stocks basically yeah. and just hold long those long term so, basically yeah exactly i've done a bit of i do a bit of stuff i do like but like if i do invest in it it'll just be because i literally i'm happy to set that money on fire um okay. and then just see what happens like to be it's more fun to be in than out on a, on a cards so i've got a couple of those as well um and the same with bitcoin i have a bitcoin um and everyone you know i, I bought it at two and a half thousand it went up to Fourteen thousand pounds at at the that was uh two thousand the year it went mad. I bought it this summer and then this Christmas it went crazy. It went up to fourteen thousand, and then it just went back down. But people like, why didn't you sell it? And I was just like, well, for me, it's far more fun to be in than out. Yeah, and eventually in the future it's gonna go up as well. Well, that's the thing. I was like, how how fucking annoyed would you be if if twenty years down the line that thing was worth like five hundred k? And you sold it and made like 10, you know what I mean? So I was yeah, like, I'm just going to hold it and just see what happens. And I, like, it, it's, it's not money that I need or like I'm not desperate for it. So it's, it's fine. It doesn't really matter. Um, so yeah, it's a, that's kind of the way I look at these things is a kind of a bit more, you know, I get a lot of people messaging me. Yeah, long term, I get people messaging me going, ah, oh, like, 
I need to make money now. Like, how do I get in the stock market? And I was like, oh, you are fucked if, you, if that's your <laughs> mentality. Um, because that's the easiest way to get burned or easiest way to get scammed. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I started Forex trading like just about a month ago now. And uh, a guy came up to me on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. And he was like, could you teach me how to do Forex trading? I really want to learn. I'm 16. I'm like, you can go and learn, but I have just started right now. There is no way you can learn anything from me. So like yeah, yeah, yeah. I started Forex trading because I thought obviously it's short term trading and it's a little bit, I mean, not a little bit, it's very risky if you're going to just do Forex trading yeah, like, yeah. As, to earn any income. So yeah, I was just doing that. When did you start um, stock trading actually or ju- just your entrepreneurship journey? Did you do anything before that or were you just into trading? Sorry. Yeah. So, so I, got, I got into sort of trading just as I kind of was interested in it kind of. I got into it how most people get into it, especially with retail traders is like signal services first. Um, tried a lot of those, like gave money to an account manager. Okay. It's like total bullshit, like all bullshit. I've never found anyone that's good. Like, in, and I've done loads of them. I tried loads of them and never, never found anyone that was good. And then basically realized that if you want to do it, you got to do it yourself. So learn, just spend the time learning. Um, and people now, there's, the thing is, there's all these courses and people, push and actually it's bullshit like you can just learn everything for free and i've got and if people message me asking me and i've got like a thing that i just now i now just copy and paste because i've saved it and it's like yeah. a step-by-step guide that you can use like go to baby pips then go to this instagram page this guy shows you the breakdowns go to trading view etc etc so it's yeah it's kind of um people just believe that they people like to pay for things i think to like learn stuff and they don't like finding it for free it's really weird i have been um uh, group yeah like people people feel like they're getting they get like they're, they're taking like taking action by buying something and it's like and unfortunately there's people that take the advantage of that um many people so, yeah. yeah so talking about that specific thing like you always um on tiktok you're always um exposing them like uh, there are so many and um i even commented on one of your I don't want to take any names, but you know the property guru who just got exposed in it just a while ago. Samuel Leeds. Yes, Samuel Leeds. That's it. So, what a tool um, bag. I total bull crap. So basically, I um, I was gonna go to his course, and uh, I have attended two of his crash courses, and um, the whole thing, like the whole two days, is just promoting, promoting, and he never says anything. But at the end, he'll be like, okay. So the value of this course is this much, but we are doing it for twelve thousand pounds. Yeah, like, funny that. You, yeah, and and then do you know what they they just because you're in that moment and you're full of emotions, they say, oh, you can use your credit card or you can finance it or like just, and they make yeah. you buy it and then like now they they owe me about nine hundred pounds and I still haven't got it back. So it's all like I have learned that. Did you try and get a refund? I I tried I tried, but um the team is basically just. Yeah, it's bollocks out there. So I just didn't, I probably, I'm probably going to give up now because I've been trying since January now and it's just been long. So I can't be asked anymore. What do they, what do they say to you? Do they say like? I mean, what the lady is trying to say. So basically I, so this is what happened. Uh, I bought the, uh, I wanted to go to this academy, rent to rent academy. So I, I was like, I'll pay some money right now and I'll pay the rest later because I didn't have the full amount. So the guy was like, fine. And after that, he's supposed to send me some contracts, some documents about the academy or something like that. But I got yeah. sent nothing at all. So then I contacted him that uh, I literally don't have this. I need my refund. I'm not coming to the academy or anything. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I will try and get you your refund. So once I contact, he asked me to contact someone else. And when I did contact them, they were like, oh, 
right now what they're saying is that it's it's your fault you're meant to know because on our website we say that we have stated that or oh, you need to get the refund before food like you can't do it you have to get the refund within 14 days you can't apply for a refund after that but then i'm like how the hell am i meant to know what's on your website like yeah you, you're meant to send me some type of documents like even a contract or returns and agreement nothing was sent to me so i've been trying i've been trying but nothing worked out yeah unfortunately they use all sorts of tactics very they're very clever but like yeah. i mean they're very good at what they do i'll give them that like they are very good and i think that's exactly right they'll get you in for like a course for a day or two and what what they'll do they'll never really say they'll never give you any actual like actionable stuff yeah they'll just be like like for property for example i didn't i haven't done Samuel Lee's, but i actually went to a robert rich dad poor dad one. Oh, you went to that um yeah, yeah, so I went to that one. Um, that was years ago. And like this woman, oh my God, this fucking woman. So she like, she got up and it was all about like, I own these properties and this generates me this much money. And off the back of that, I, I can now go drink wine in the afternoon whenever I want. I was like, love, this is ridiculous. Um, so yeah, I mean, and, and what they do is they'll pri- they prime you through the whole thing. They'll get yeah, you to do like things with like, they say like yeah you they're getting you to say yes to stuff and they're like yeah it's like we are yeah together we are together we are together so by the time you get to the point where it's like we're going to sell like you want to buy you're yeah, like a fever pitch you're just like, well, I yeah. say yes to everything that you buy um so it's kind of i don't know it's pretty shady and the problem with it is is that they the way they get around it is by saying well, it's an educational course, right? Yeah. So by saying that, they, they, they can basically put it back on you and say, well, if you did the course, but you didn't take action, so it's your fault. Like, we're obviously not going to give you a refund because it's your fault. You know, so it's, pre- it's pretty shady. It's pre- like, it's pretty shady characteristics, to be honest with you. Um, and they just, but they get it. I mean, these people make so much money. Like, I think so it's, the, it's the financial freedom dream which they're selling. I think that's what, when I was like uh, 17, that's that's yeah. what I think that's what got me like when you're when you're young and you have no idea about the financial world or like the real world when you hear the word like financial freedom you don't have to work like your parents or you don't have to work at night yeah I think all of that the dream they sell it, that's the thing which gets every single young person and they end up losing a lot of money in the long run but I guess for me I, I mean it was I learned it the hard way but it is what it is and there's nothing I can really do about it so yeah that financial freedom thing is an interesting one because they always push that if you ask anyone really like why they start a company or why they do like what they do what they do like anyone who genuinely is in it yeah will never say to you the goal is financial freedom like i've never heard anyone like anyone say that the only people that say that are fucking scammers because to be honest with you like it's much easier to be an employee yeah like it's way easier way easier to be an employee you have a guaranteed paycheck you have you you no stress you know, about the like other yeah you don't have to you can forget about it. like depending on what your job is like not every job but like most jobs you can forget about it on the weekend yeah. you know you haven't got the stresses of employees or whatever it is so it just like it's not financial it's just it's just rubbish like it's just it's rubbish, rubbish. Full rubbish and, yeah. and especially with property as well so property is another one like I, don't, I mean, I don't know what their methods are, but like they claim you can do it with no money or whatever. Like, and I'm just think, I just think to myself, like, that's the it's so expensive. Thing. Like, yeah, that's so on for Samuel Leeds, right? So I recently made a video about how young people can actually like do HMOs, right? But the way Samuel Leeds puts property is that 
you put no money, no money down deals. That's not possible because let's say you're doing HMO, right? If you're going to go to the landlord and be like, I'm going to guarantee you a rent. All right. You take the house off him. First of all, yeah. first of all, it'll be the deposit. And let's say he says, all right, you don't need to pay the deposit. Then what, in, in, if in the first month you get no tenants at all in the house, then who's going to pay the uh, rent to the landlord? So like, yeah, yeah, exactly. it's just like, I, that's the thing. Like in the start, when I didn't know anything, I think that's all the things which I have got myself into. Like I got myself into, and that is the one thing I would like to tell every single young person that don't like, just don't listen to these people because all they yeah. want is your money. They don't care about you at all. It's just the money out there. And, but like, yeah. do you think, are there any like genuine gurus out there? Who yes, actually want Gary Vee. Gary Vee, that's it. My, if you, if you, We'll see my TikTok. Uh... And I'll tell you why. He runs a company. Like, that's, the, that's number one. He runs an actual company to have actual clients and is turning over, like, actual revenue. Mm. I don't mean a company like these guys who are like, I am the company. Like, you know, it's one person and it's yeah. like the, his company is selling courses. I'm talking about he runs an actual media company that turns over, like, $200 million a year. He has massive clients. Like, he doesn't charge for any courses it's yeah. all for free. Like the really, the only reason I'm on TikTok is because of Gary Vee. Like, Definitely. because I watch all like, his stuff and like, yeah. and, he was, and he was just like, got to get on TikTok, got to get on TikTok. Like you got to do it, you got to do it. Cause I missed the whole Instagram, but I just never got involved in it. Yeah. Um, like doing it like as a, as a thing. I just thought, I, you know, so the only reason I'm doing TikTok is because of him. And then like loads of stuff has come my way. Like the reason we're talking right now. So it's, it, you know, he's great. And he's a bit like, he's a bit, um, like I didn't like him when I first sort of found his stuff. He's a bit brash and he swears yeah. a lot and all the rest of it. But actually, it's kind of kind of how but I am. But that's just the, the way he talks. Yeah, it's just the way he talks. But actually, if you listen to it, if you get past that, if you give him ten minutes and listen, like go past that and actually listen to what he's saying, he's bang on. Um, he's absolutely he, bang he, on. Yeah, he says stuff. And, I mean, it is resonating. Like he is super popular now, which is great because people that message is getting through. Yeah. Um, but like he's the he's the only one like that I've really been like this guy knows his shit and doesn't he shows it instead of speaking he shows it and most of his like work is free like there's an ebook about how he creates 80 or 100 piece of content a day and people actually would charge like 500 dollars or something like that for just an ebook. he literally puts everything for free and like if if one thing i would like to tell like the young people would be that obviously i'm young as well but like people who are younger than me is that if you want to get any type of course, everything is free on the internet from Gary Vee. Like he's the only guy you need to listen to. Just listen and then take actions, but don't take actions of buying someone's course. Like, just like you said, buying courses is not taking actions. It's yeah. Just that's the problem. People mistake, for it, mistake that for being like action, which is not their fault. Like, because they convince you to do that. Yeah. And I think, and I think what's interesting is the, I think, the internet is just is, a, is such a sea of data and such a sea of information mm. that you like it just takes time right like it's not a, it's not a sort of structured modulized course you have to kind of build that yourself but it's all there it is all there like there is no mystery to this and if you get on youtube find stuff that's you'll be able to find stuff on like youtube and google are your two friends like Everything. these two things you can find anything you want and you just <laughs> got to do it and I mean, that's it yeah so like the reason why I would really think that that's possible because when I decided to learn Forex trading, I, I, I knew that I'm definitely not paying anyone 
any amount like to get signal services or anything like that i would just go on youtube and learn it so i went on youtube i just found adam ku he 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 didn't give everything out there but most of the things you need to know about forex trading he gives it for free and there's another course yeah. which i took and that was four hours but then he's like if you want to know a little bit more like the live trades and everything then you can just pay 20 pounds on literally udemy and then you can take his course like eight hour course and i'm like wow yeah, yeah, yeah. like i would rather pay 20 pounds to this person instead of paying like 200 pounds a month to just get signals. yeah i mean 20 quid here or there for a course is like not a big deal it's yeah. like people that are shelling out like two to ten thousand dollars yep holy shit like i mean people I, who I, are good like they have to make money somehow right like and so they have to sell like little courses but like these mega courses like you can find any, anything you want to know um online or paying for little courses but like these beasts that like people they're flogging for 10 grand i mean i was at this i was at the rich dad, rich dad poor dad and like the course was like 10 grand and i swear to god like 20 people in the room stood up and i was and like went to the back they were like right you can go to the back and buy now that's exactly how samuel leeds does like holy fuck that's like 200 grand in like 10 seconds that people have just handed over unbelievable it's absolutely I, I like i don't like people buy it i don't know what it is but maybe it's just a psychological um mindset of like what how they play the whole game throughout the whole day when in a course and then they just make you do things which you're not even going to be happy in the future but what do you enjoy i guess like apart from the scamming side what do you enjoy the most yeah. about entrepreneurship like being an entrepreneur and like what do you enjoy is it like what's the hardest thing as well i think it's just if so you never know if you're making the right decision that's that's like that's the number one because like let's say like i'm doing something at the moment with like branding and i'm like well maybe if we do th- we could do it like this or use this tagline if we don't then we do this then we, you know maybe this will come like, come across like this and that's and the answer is you never fucking know you never know the answer until you've actually like you put it out there and people respond so that's number one, like you just never know and you will never know until you get it out there and people just like sit there and deliberate all day, which is quite stressful in itself. Like if you, if you care too much like about stuff and you overthink stuff, you can just really send yourself into a bit of a black hole. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of number one, I think, as a big part of it. Um, what I enjoy about it more though is um, I suppose you get, like I really enjoy the process of the, like, the creation process yeah. um, and bringing something, like going from head to like paper and then paper to like living breathing machine is like the really fun part about it um so and that's just and that's just uh, that's just that's the fun bit like it's not it's not about actually the cat like if if you're doing it for the cash it's the wrong reason to do it like enjoy the game enjoy the process i think that's the most important thing that's amazing amazing to you like i'm getting a lot of value from this as well like yeah and like talking about um the creation part like you're at the moment working on a robot like obviously there are many other trading robots out there but like you're at, at the moment in the process of analyzing like just getting all the data so you can make mm-hmm. sure that this is 100 percent. like how does a trading robot actually work is it just like you create a robot and then it just analyzes the data and it just makes you money or something like that yeah, so I tested a lot of different robots, and so I, there was stuff in, within those robots that I thought was was good. Um, so we had the code for that. So we kind of used a bit of the code from that. We had our own parameters that we also wanted to use. We kind of put those all together, um, and then yeah, and then we sort of launched it. Now it's live. Now it's trading. Um, it needs a lot more time. People are like, "Please, can I buy?" I'm like, "No, absolutely not." Like because 
there's always a chance it could blow up in your face um which is you know, i'm fine to lose my own money but not other people's basically that's amazing and so, yeah it and just takes time what? yep go on i was gonna say and I, th- I think the cool thing about it is that people this is why people are sort of really interested in it is because i've never seen anybody do it the way that i'm doing it which is yeah. actually link it to a third party and they can just okay. watch it every day and like all the trades are broken down everything is broken down like systematically on fx blue um and it's it's all there for everyone to see so like you know i i can't they, no one can hide anything they can't accuse me of hiding anything so yeah, yeah i mean I, I mean you're you're a person who talks about like the scammers and obviously you're the person who would most like people would believe but like why would people choose trading robot against learning physical trading is it obviously one is automation like you don't do anything you can just put the robot to work and then you yeah. don't have to do anything but why people would choose trading robot over over just doing physically trading like physical trading i mean a couple of factors like what i mean one you know you're a human so you have emotions um and emotions are not a good thing when you're, when you're trying to trade so the robot just has parameters that it trades based on and that's it so that's number one Number two, um, it trades. It can trade twenty four hours a day, which a human obviously cannot, because you die if you tried that. <laughs> um, so that, I mean, they're kind of the two big factors, and it just, it just, and also like you know, coming back to the emotion thing, like you know, something doesn't go your way, and you okay, you make make your stop loss wider or whatever it may be. Like you start to you start to overthink things, and then you start moving your strategy basically. Yeah. Like you, what you wanted. What you really the, like the dream is to basically have a strategy that like doesn't change, and then you can basically test that over six months, twelve months, eighteen months, whatever it is. And if it's consistent over the over that time, then you know. The problem is what, what humans will do is they'll go right. I've got a strategy, and they were like, "Oh, I'll just, I'll just bend it slightly. I'll just bend it this way. I'll just change that while that trade's going on." And then there's no point in test. There's no point in testing it or like back testing it because it just it, it's it's not within this parameter. So that in the long term. Unless you're going to take, you're going to make those exact changes every time. There's no point. So, yeah, it's uh, there's a number of reasons to mostly. Um, but yeah, I think I think unfortunately the main one is that people people are people. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, it. I mean, I can I can definitely agree with that because at the moment what you just said that you keep changing the parameters of the stop loss and take for like take profit. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been doing that. <laughs> so I think I yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> And that's the problem. Like that's what that's where it all goes wrong. Because it's like, okay, that works for that trade, and then you try to leave it for another one. It doesn't work, and it just doesn't work. Wow. I mean, also, um, have you like during this uh, trading part, have you ever had that one big loss throughout, and which made you feel like, okay, this, you know what, this is just not for me. Like, I should just give up. Or like one truth about stock. I'm not stock trading, but just trading, which you're not generally spoken. Like you're not told before you get into that people do anything so i mean the, the biggest the biggest myth i would say is that like you can turn a thousand into ten thousand in like a month or or rest of it like the way the way the way the way it works is like if you're if you're doing it properly your gains will be very small very incremental very slow Compound because effect. basically it's risk reward right so if you're taking huge risks you can you can have big rewards you can in theory i'm not i'm not saying you can't do this but you could turn a thousand pounds into ten thousand pounds like in a couple of days because you're just like right i'm gonna fucking go like a hundred lots and just bang see what happens or whatever um but the the reality is you could also just you could lose it in 10 seconds so 
it, it, it doesn't work like that. So if you want to stay, it's all about longevity, right? Like your, your job as a trader is not to make money. Your job, number one, is to, is to, is to um, protect your capital. So if you want to protect your capital, how do you do that? You take small risks. So what does small risk mean? Small rewards. So what does that mean? Small incremental gains, slowly, slowly, slowly. You have a consistent, profitable, like a consistent strategy that you've also tested, et cetera, et cetera. That's why. Um, but no one tells you that. Like everyone's like, oh, boom, give me, ten, give me a hundred quid and I'll turn it to a grand. Like it's just, yeah. Nah, I mean, wow. That's something which I think is going to be really valuable for people who are watching this. And, Maybe like, cause trading is always seen as this get rich scheme or like, oh, you're going to earn yeah, 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 thousands of pounds yeah. and this and that. Like trading is, I think tr maybe trading is the only scheme which is shown as, oh, you're going to earn this much. Obviously network marketing is shown as like that as well. I used to be part of yeah. network marketing and it was just all, like, I'm going to say, but it was just but part FX, of FX, especially in the UK, because the UK, um, like there's a couple of reasons like this. You don't pay, I, the tax laws are a bit you don't like that you can't pay them there's no tax on fx trading if you have a job unless yeah. because they see it as gambling so that's unless it becomes a full-time income so that's one big factor second there's like you can in the uk you can access australian brokers who give you massive leverage so you can start with a hundred you can start with a hundred pounds like if you want to stock if you want to stock trade you can get like the leverage is like 10 to 1 so you need like thousands to start yeah um so it means it like a low barrier to entry, which means anyone can do it, which means they'll just market to anyone. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's definitely true. Cause um, on the broker I'm using, it's 500 to one, like you can leverage. And that is, that is huge. Cause um, I think that, yeah, on IC market, the, the leverage amount is basically a lot for Forex trading. And I guess- Yeah, so it means like with a thousand pounds, you can be trading with like, I mean, it's a huge account. It's, it's a massive, huge number, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. So. It, so that means anyone can do it so anyone can do it yeah and also like most people most young people are, are always confused oh should i go university or should i not go university what's your opinion on universities like what do you think about it i i'm a uni student by the way so like last year so what's your opinion on uni i mean i can only speak from my experience my personal experience was i mean i went to uni a while ago now but the I think there was a there was kind of a myth sold that like a degree would guarantee you a job or whatever it was, and like I did history at university, which was the most fucking pointless thing I've ever done in my entire life. Like it's not worth the paper it was written on, um, you know. But I think it depends what you're doing, right? Like if if you're unless well, actually that's not true. Like if I wanted to be a history teacher, I'd be fine. But like anything else, was just, I came out into the job market and I was just like, the only thing the only thing that people will sell to me is like sales jobs. Yeah. Um, or like the only thing I could, the only thing I could potentially get is sales jobs because that that's the lowest barrier to entry. Like anyone could be a sales. Like anyone could start in sales. I mean, anyone, any, not anyone. Everyone is good at it, but there's no like you don't need any qualifications to do that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's so I think I think with university I don't like it may seem that I bash it and I try to have a balanced argument about it, but it's more a case of like I would prefer people to like really think about what it is that they like why they're taking why they're doing what they're doing what's the end goal here think about the end goal not everyone knows the end goal but like and are there other options like routes that you could potentially take like should you i mean i had someone message me recently and he was the, the guy was like well i go to uni i'll just get the debt and i won't really like be able to work if i get this apprenticeship i'll get a trade plus i'll be able to save all the money because i'm living at home and then if he's like in four years four or five years i could probably save like you know 100k 
and then I could use that to start a business. I was like, mate, that's exactly what you need to be thinking like. Like, it's exactly. And then you'll be like 21, you start a business. I was like, mate, that's it. That's like, and then you also have a trade. So, you know, and that's just one example. But I think people, you know, if you want to be, you know, there are, if you want to be a doctor, like you obviously can't, you can't not go to university. So mm-hmm. vocational stuff, I think is good. Non-vocational, like you really need to think about why it is that you're doing that non-vocational thing. Um, and then take it from there, basically. And because I think uni is more expensive now than when I was there. And if you come out with expensive, I guess. Yeah, it's much more expensive, and you still you still have to pay that off eventually like, when you start working, and yeah. that cuts it. And that you know, no, like people are like, oh, it's not debt. I'm like, well, it's not debt because in the traditional sense, but like, it's still a tax, right? It's an additional tax on your your when you come out and you start paying paye. That it's yeah. a tax that comes out of your paycheck every month. Like, would you rather not pay that tax? Probably yes. So. It just depends. Like, I mean, that's my view. And I'm not, I would never tell anyone not to go to university, but yeah, I mean, that's I the thing. Like, think. Yeah. Cause I, I go uni, but if I was to re choose uni again, I guess there's no way I would, I'm, I would choose apprenticeship over university. I'm doing computer science and I think maybe I chose the wrong course, but I don't think you really need university in order to do something in life. Cause most people go uni is because they're influenced by their friends or they're forced by their families. That's, that's okay. I think, two main reasons why I guess people go to universities. I, otherwise, most, most teenagers or most, yeah, most teenagers wouldn't choose uni. It's just influenced by their friends of like, uni yeah. life is this and all, you will have a degree. I think that's changing. I mean, I hope that's changing. But I think it's not, it's not, it's not, it's, it's like our parents were sold that, like had that dream and like university was like a big deal. So you can understand why they push their kids towards it. But like, times have changed and that your opinion is not valid anymore. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, and there are other options now to people, but they, people don't, but, but because they also don't know what those options are. They just go, well, uni is obviously the option. So it's up to, it's up to you as an individual to kind of work out what you, what your, what your options are basically. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that was a great piece of uh, advice for me. I mean, for people who are watching this as well and for me as well now. So now, I mean, the time is nearly over 30 minutes, but um, let's play a quick, would you rather? It's all. It's gonna be a yep. fun, quick. Would you, uh, would you rather? And then I'll oh, just do a quick okay. rapid fire as well. So the first question is yep. just ten questions for Would you rather, and ten questions for the rapid fire. So the first question yep. for Would you rather is Would you rather be rich and miserable or poor and happy? Poor and happy. Uh, definitely. Would you rather have a life partner that is also an entrepreneur or someone with a regular corporate job? Ironically, I, ironically, my girlfriend works at a corporate job and also has a small business. So both. Take, <laughs> let's say both. Why don't we combine it? Cause I've got experience with both. Yeah. Fair enough. Give up social media or eat the same dinner for the rest of your life. Question. <laughs> give up social. Give up social media. Yeah, I, I think so. I could, live without, I could live without social media. I'm not sure I could eat beans and chips for the rest of my life or something. <laughs> That's true. Would you rather take a guaranteed hundred thousand dollars or a 50-50 chance at $1 million? 50-50. Yep, that's, that's where the trading part comes in, I guess. 50, 50, you know, yeah. Trading is 60-50, I guess. But, Risk uh, reward. Yeah. Would you rather be homeless or live without family and friends? Homeless. Homeless, yeah. I would. Wait, I would, sorry, say that again? Would you rather be homeless or live without family and friends? I guess. Oh yeah, homeless, homeless. Yeah, definitely. Pretty sad on your own. Yeah. Yeah. Would you rather have more time or more money? 
more time. Yeah. Would you rather work as a CEO of a company or work for your own company by yourself forever? Number two. Okay, by yourself forever. Would you rather have money or respect? Respect. There's a lot of assholes, rich assholes out there. Fair enough. Would you rather win $50,000 or let your friend win $500,000? Does he share any of it with me? Not nothing. <laughs> uh, let my friend have the five hundred grand. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you're a nice man, definitely. <laughs> my friends are definitely not doing that. Uh, the last one, I think I know the answer, but would you rather be a millionaire by winning a lottery or by working 100 hours a week? Number two. There you go. All right, so now we're going to move on to the rapid fire. So reading books or audiobooks? Audiobooks. Best book you've ever read? Rich Dad, Poor Dad. At what age do you want to retire? 65. That late? I mean... I, quite, I like working. You like working. That, that's true. But I, I yeah, guess as, a, as an entrepreneur, you're always going to be just working, but then also enjoying. So you're always on your own, basically. Yeah, I'd never, I'd never give it up. That's the thing. I, I like being on. I don't think I could sit on a beach for like five years and just do nothing. I'd go insane. <laughs> That's true. Uh, are you an early bird or a night owl? Early. How many hours do you sleep? Six. The person you admire the most? person I admire the most? My mother. That's true. What do you do in your free time? Music. Oh, wow. So you're a music guy? Do you, do you DJ play? and like write music, yeah. Oh, nice. Wow. So that's another hobby you have. So what are you reading yeah. or listening to right now? Say again, sorry? What are you reading or listening to right now in terms of audiobook or reading? I've actually been getting into some like mental health podcasts okay. um, that have been really interesting. I think that's a really interesting part of entrepreneurship that people don't talk about, which yeah. is like, like the stress and how to deal with it and all the rest of it like i think that's super important if it's you didn't collect big. that it can be quite detrimental super important and then i like guy raz as well do you know guy raz's podcast no i haven't heard of him he's a guy who does basically interviews check it out it's a guy it's a guy he, he does he gets like founders of instagram like loads of people on there super interesting check it out oh, wow i definitely have to check them out then best thing yeah. about social media the best thing is that you can reach a lot of people um, from your bedroom. I mean, that's what I've been doing in lockdown, <laughs> that, basically. That's, that's the um, best way to, I guess, describe it. Yeah, describe exactly. It. So that's, quite, that's cool in itself. Yeah. And the last question is, what advice would you give to young entrepreneurs and how, and on how best to start? Best advice would be you need to take a 10 to 20 year outlook on anything you do. I think if you think in the long term, um the day-to-day like things that don't happen don't matter like i put it like you put it in a 10-year perspective and you're like oh shit like this month we didn't hit our targets or like i didn't get to like my shopify site is an app or whatever it is it's not a it's intent in a 10-year view doesn't fucking mean anything yeah but like when you're like when you're like all oh, right i need to be like up and running and selling like 100 grand a month in on my drop shipping website in three months like you're going to stress yourself out to fuck put it in a 10 year perspective actually not too bad yeah so yeah i would i would recommend that that's an amazing advice because i think most young people are so impatient to 
get what they want so quickly that they don't look yeah well that's because of social media social media that's <laughs> it i mean thank you so, so much for joining in and uh yeah it was an amazing amazing podcast and uh, as i said it was the first one and i guess it's going to be one of the best ones i will remember as well so anyone who's listening if you want to go follow uh the trading robot on tiktok and instagram i will leave the links on my screen right now and um if you're listening on the podcast i will let the trading robot tell the usernames because i don't remember by heart so you can take over now yeah it's it's there's mr trading robot on tiktok and my instagram one hold on sorry i think it's is it i've got underscores in there yeah mr underscore trading underscore robot um and we're just tracking everything on there basically so yeah, and I say a lot of rude things on TikTok as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his TikToks are one of the best, like, like genuine, most genuine people. Like, he's one of the most genuine entrepreneurs on TikTok because he really says things which are true. Because when I've been through a lot of scam things, right? Like, many I've been scammed by many people, and when I look at his TikTok, it just makes sense. Everything makes sense. So, once again, thank you so much for joining in, and um, yes, yeah, um, hope all the best for your tiktok journey and the trading robot once it does come out i'm probably going to have a look into it as well because that's that's one thing i that i always keep looking because it's already nearly 500 pounds up which is 50 percent of what initially was deposited in the account yeah that's over like six weeks pretty good that's that's very good so thank you for joining us again and uh yep so take care